Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, December 22nd, 537 a.m. Central Time. As I speak here, March corn futures up one at 663 and a quarter. January soybeans down three quarters of a cent at 14.80 and a quarter. March Chicago wheat up four and a half at 7.72 and a quarter. March Kansas City wheat up five and a half at 8.69 and a half. March spring wheat up one and a quarter at 9.29. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment. All of that stuff helps YouTube to help me to grow this channel. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of charts graphics weather information all of my grain marketing recommendations my daily subscriber only videos are part of this deal yesterday's video was titled big farm profits grain marketing problem question mark uh, i was joined by my friend matt bennett from agmarket.net who is now a regular uh, contributor here we discussed an article that matt wrote for farm futures magazine we discussed this in detail the article went something like this why 2022 profits could be a, a problem in 2023 we kind of addressed the idea that farmers did really well, generally speaking, the last couple of years and how recency bias in regard to the amount of money farmers have made, the margins that have been uh, made um, could be a problem when it comes to grain marketing. This is kind of like a, a mental side of grain marketing type deal, which is actually one of my favorite things to discuss. Uh, this is a really great video, great conversation. If you guys are interested in this stuff, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. I promise. Ukraine's President Zelensky addressed the U.S. Congress last night. This speech was uh, very widely covered by the mainstream media. Zelensky told U.S. lawmakers, You can speed up our victory. I know it. Let the world see that the United States are here. In the speech, which lasted about 20 minutes, Ukraine's president pressed his case for continual U.S. support. He did underscore his gratitude for the support that has been provided, but said that it's not enough. He said this, Your support is crucial, not just to stand in such a fight, but to get to the turning point to win on the battlefield. We have artillery. Yes, we have it. Is it enough? Quite honestly, not really. Um, I understand that there are a lot of uh, differing political opinions on this topic. This is kind of a hot button issue here. I don't have any interest in discussing that aspect of the situation. There are still some potential implications for our grain markets here. Uh, I know that this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I still think there's Black Sea headline risk out there. Maybe not headline risk, but maybe real risk of supply disruptions. I mean, you know that Russia's watching this. Putin's watching this. They're seeing Zelensky speaking for U.S. Congress in person in Washington, D.C. Uh, how far does Russia let this go before they take a more drastic action? Is that something that's in the cards? Is that something that's possible? I know that the grain markets aren't uh, thinking that way right now, but the Black Sea is is a big hub for grain. I mean, Russia's the world's biggest wheat exporter. Ukraine has this shipping program program in place. I still think personally there's some risk here as this thing escalates. Um, Congress unveiled a spending bill on Tuesday that includes an additional $44 billion for Ukraine, and uh, they're supposed to be sending these Patriot missile uh, defense systems to Ukraine in short order. So uh, the U.S. very much on board with helping Ukraine. Uh, does this mean anything for the markets? I mean, right now it doesn't. Could it? I, I think it could in the future personally. 
Ukraine's uh, corn harvest has declined drastically, of course. This is not any fresh news, but we have some updates. The country's ag minister pegged the 2022 corn harvest in the 22 to 23 million metric ton range. Uh, USDA's got that number 27. So that number, that 2022 harvest, is down 46% from the last uh pre-war harvest, which was 2021. The minister said that a reduction in harvested acreage caused by Russia's invasion further limited production. He added that some corn acres could be harvested in the in the winter or spring months, which could result in reduced acreage next year. He said this, harvesting corn in winter means that the fields will not be ready for the spring sowing of corn. And this is another reason why there will be less corn. The fields will be sown with something else. I think there will be millions millions more of hectares of sunflower planting first and foremost by reducing corn crops. So Ukraine's uh, got big problems when it comes to production. We know that, but uh, some more specifics here this morning. U.S. ethanol production declined last week. Weekly output 1.029 million barrels per day. That was off 3% on the week, off 2% versus the same period last year, same week last year. That's a slightly below normal seasonal print uh, when you compare it to both last year and 2019, which is your last pre-COVID year. I think you got to throw out 2020 when it comes to a lot of things. Ethanol stocks were off marginally on the week, but are still up 16% versus the same period last year. Ethanol stocks in the United States are the highest on record seasonally. Implied gasoline demand is off about 7% versus the same period last year uh, on average over the last four weeks. Again, some analysts think that maybe that gasoline data could be flawed due to the uh, big increase in the export program this year. The national average gas price was 311 yesterday versus 330 the same date last year. Ethanol production margins are break even to maybe slightly negative in some areas of the Corn Belt and the Western Corn Belt in particular. Those margins in the Western Corn Belt are poorer versus Central and Eastern areas because of the uh, strong basis levels. Got some snow moving across uh, some areas of the country this morning. You look at the radar, uh, parts of Kansas, Oklahoma, Colorado, up into Iowa, up into Wisconsin, parts of Illinois. Uh, it is very cold, and it's going to get a little bit colder, I think. So you've already got sub-zero temperatures in parts of or probably all of um, Kansas, Nebraska, up into the Dakotas, parts of Minnesota. Uh, the expected lows for today, you're going to see lows you know, 5 to 10 below zero in Kansas, uh, 15 to 20 below zero in Nebraska. You get out into uh, Wyoming, Montana, 20 to 30 degrees below zero. So it's it's cold, and we've still got a lot of talk about winter kill in regard to the winter wheat crop. Uh, you are going to see a warm-up uh, Sunday, Monday, I think, is generally when this starts. And your uh, 6 to 10, 8 to 14-day government maps actually calling for above normal precipitation, or not precipitation, I'm sorry, temperatures, above normal temperatures. But you've got a multi-day freeze event here. Um, will it impact the wheat crop? I don't know. And we're really not going to know the details uh, of any damage for some time. U.S. stock market rallied on Tuesday and Wednesday this week. The S&P 500 gained 1.5% yesterday following a fractional gain on Tuesday. The Dow was up 1.6% or about 527 points. So do we have a Santa Claus rally going in the stock market? Um, it's possible. It happens a lot uh, around this time of year, this Christmas, New Year's time frame. We do have kind of a textbook downtrend that's been in place really for the entirety of the 2022 calendar year. Uh, the market rallied yesterday partially on news from the conference board. A consumer confidence index uh, was up sharply in November following back-to-back -back monthly declines. So this, this particular consumer confidence index is at its highest level since April. 
U.S. equities are set for their worst annual decline since uh, 2018, or since uh, 2008, rather. Uh, this is the first annual decline since 2018. In 2018, we lost 4.5%. At yesterday's close, the S&P was off almost 19%. Uh, this, so this would be the worst since, since 2008 when we lost 37% in the S&P. So bad year for the stock market. Here's an interesting statistic. We've seen 21 annual declines in the S&P since World War II. The index finished the following year positive in 18 of the 21 instances. That's uh, not a trade recommendation by any means, guys, but some interesting uh, statistics. We've got an export sales report out this morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. For the current marketing year, uh, corn sales expected 625 to 900,000. Soybeans, 800 to 1.2 expected. Wheat sales, 200 to 500 expected. Cattle market was sharply higher yesterday. Fresh highs in some of these live cattle contracts. Uh, feeder cattle were up uh, more marginally. There were some cash cattle, 155 to 157. Pretty light trade. Maybe this has something to do with the uh, winter weather. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is about flat. The S&P is down 6. The Dow is down 60. Crude oil is up $1.39 and the March WTI 79.63. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you Friday.